0: Welcome to the Hardy and Sons podcast. Welcome. Yes. We've uh we've been exploring some new format issues with the show, not issues. Been exploring some opportunities. I like opportunities. Um, we've been listening to our show a lot? Yeah. Um and religiously. Yeah, really. Yeah. I, I've I've listened to every episode at least once and some more than once. I'm guilty as charged of that too. I and dare g- I say I've enjoyed them? I I've enjoyed much of them, yeah. And then I also find opportunities. I'm not going to call them weaknesses. I'm going to call them yeah, opportunities. We have
1: no weak weaknesses, right? Yeah. And Brett Hoy will tell you that. Yeah. I mean, perfection is key. I mean, you should have heard Brett raving about my Jimmy Stewart impression from last episode. Really? Oh yeah. Impressive. I. That's what I. <sighs> on par with his Jimmy Stewart. He said it was better. Wow. He actually asked if he could pay another hundred dollars to take another class. And you Just said, strictly on Stuart impersonation, I said, "Mary, no way." <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's the right response, yeah. If I've ever heard one. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, so so we are in the midst of comparing the new version
1: with the old with version. the old version, yeah.
0: And this is technically the third installment, and uh, the opposite of last chapter is what happened where or last episode where you took the book, and you read it, and I'm completely blind. You're blind. I have no idea what... I I don't know how far you've read, nor do I know what you found when you read, but (laughs) you came in with how
1: many pieces of paper? I have notes. Yeah, you've got got notes? four full pages because I was freaking out of this being my turn to lead the discussion, and I liked being in the dark. Now the one that has to drive you through this and i texted you i'm reading it and i'm just like oh man i don't think there's a lot that i can go over so i i read a lot sean yeah i'm looking at your bookmarks here yeah
0: they go pretty deep into the cut there
1: i did 80 pages (laughs) I mean it's a good that's crazy. a healthy amount of pages. And then like I'm looking at my notes afterwards I'm like there is a lot actually. I don't even know if we'll be able to cover all of this. But I don't want to stop because where it ends where I ended is the most magnificent chapter of Hardy Boy's history. Really. And I'm not afraid to proclaim this. Is it is it dissimilar from the new version, the common version? Yes and no. Okay. Uh, I Can- don't want to give too much away. I want to. I want to build up to it. Okay, uh, well, w- but there is a perfect opportunity for voices, and let's just say we get to what the what we've been waiting for. Oh <laughs> baby! <laughs> <laughs> I'm it excited. Took a while, but I oh, am yeah. excited as you should be. This Trust is, me, I
0: wouldn't lie about this. This has been an adventure. Um, this, this second book here, or this this first first book, yeah. I guess. Um. In the future, so we'll we'll finish this up in probably the next episode or two. Yeah, for sure. But I also have, if you notice on the bookshelf, which you don't because it's too far away and no one can see that well, I was given a Nancy Drew book. Oh, that's right. And I was thinking, I don't want to go chapter by chapter through the Nancy Drew book like we do with Hardy Boys books, but Mm. I would be willing to read the book. Oh, I would too. And 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 yeah, we, we could we could read the book and then do a you know quick episode yeah. on Nancy Drew. A
1: little quick Nancy Drew break.
0: And find out how the female perspective as written in whatever the sixteen hundreds that these were written in, how that is different from because yeah the powers that be that made these books, like at this time in, in our country when these were written, it was very much a man's world. And I mean, in many ways, it, it, it still very much is a man's world. This is
1: a man's world.
0: Yeah, well said. Yeah. Um, strange voice. I don't know why you chose to do that. Um, but as they say, Papa's got a brand new bag. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, but but I'm interested to see how basically the 1920s publishing
1: powers were like. Okay, we'll have a woman. Be yeah. Portrayed how do we handle this? this? Way. Yeah.
0: Like. Wait, wonder, are you telling
1: me that she's not lame and she's not cooking? What's going on? Or how does she solve a mystery while cooking the whole time <laughs> yeah. and while making herself a presentable? Was she making for making a man?
0: <laughs> 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 we'll we'll find out. But yeah, so before we start uh, book two, the house on the cliff. Yeah, um, we may have a couple other little bonus episodes in here. I like that. Still trying to line up the detective episode. That's that going to be. to have fallen through a little bit on the scheduling side of things. Yeah.
1: I I have questions, too, for the detective one. Like, I've actually liked having a little bit of time, especially going back and when I was rereading this. There's a lot of things where I'm just like, well, I don't know how well that checks out, especially for that time period. I don't think cops would work this way or detectives. And I would like to know a little bit of that working relationship of how much does a detective have to tell the police before it's uh, obstruction of justice? A private detective? A private detective. Okay. Because police detectives are the police. Yes, not a Smuff, a Fenton. Gotcha. What would a Fenton have to tell the police well, before Smuff they get trouble? Well, Smuff in the new in books trouble? is a private detective. A one? Oh, that's right. He is in the new yeah. one. Where you've been and the old one, Where, yeah, where you have been, been for the past week has, yeah. he's
0: been a, a police detective.
1: Yeah.
0: Um you're darn right he has. Yeah. So uh, I am excited for the next several weeks and if you know any listeners, if you know any detectives, uh current or former uh please let us know you can go to com. fill out the little form yeah. let us know um we get all those emails instantly there's no waiting around we're not waiting for an intern to go through david and i actually check those ourselves and oh, a lot yeah. of, a lot of the podcasts you listen to um especially ones with as big of a listener base as this one they've got you know some some intern Going we these we emails. are very
1: personal people. We read everything that's
0: written to us. I've always insisted us. with our like I've told our manager because uh, she was like, you know, we should get you know four or five people to go through these thousands and thousands of emails that you get every day. And I was like, no, 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 I don't want to lose that connection that's... with with the audience.
1: Listen, Mary was telling me the same thing, and I threw a little bit of a hissy fit. I'm like, you just want me to pay more people. Because, I mean, all this Patreon money that we get, it's like, I want that to go straight to the show, not to give to some intern to write an email for me. Well, you were talking to Mary. I was talking to Sherry, and Sherry said, none of these even have
0: that much value. Why don't you just have us skim through these? And I said, Sherry, look at this one. And I pulled up an email from from one of our, our patrons, uh, Justin, and... It was just a gorgeous little story about what he enjoyed from the episode.
1: Oh yeah! When I came over and read it over your shoulder, I looked over. I said, "Larry, come over here. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta read this. You gotta read this email, Larry. Sherry, <laughs> Larry, and Carrie, and Terry and Barry. All, all that. <laughs> oh, You got me mid swallow there. I couldn't talk. And that's that's usually when I
0: strike." <sighs> The, the Midswallows. Oh, man. <laughs> and then you took all the names right after that. So he couldn't continue to build it. Um, but that, uh, one of the things Justin said, which I did want to bring up, is he, he talked about what a vivid picture of the 1920s we painted. Yeah. And he enjoyed listening yes. to, to our, our discussion about that, that period in American history. And so that's the other thing. I'd love to get a detective, but I'd also love to get a historian. To find out what yes. was life like back on the prairie in 1920.
1: I mean, there was when nothing. When America was they still mostly nothing. corn. Yeah.
0: Indian <laughs> corn. <laughs> That's the red corn, right? Yeah. So yeah. if you know a historian who focuses on 1920s America... Uh, and they
1: don't have to be a legit historian. If they just come up and say, yeah, I'm a historian, we'll yeah. take them.
0: If they've ever like written a book report in grade school about yeah. that period of time... I'd love to hear it. If they've read The Little House on the
1: Prairie. Um, yes, or watched the television show. Yeah, was it a book? I don't know. I know it was a show though. I'm thinking that it there's was probably a, a book. Maybe it was something. A book about that time period? I don't read anything about women.
0: <laughs> well, that may change with Nancy Drew. We'll we'll find out. Um, but yeah, so uh, if you know of an amateur historian or you yourself may be one, uh, Hardy and Sons podcast. Yeah, hit us up. Uh, and fill out that form. Let us know.
1: Yeah. Let if you know. fill out that form, we'll probably sponsor you on Instagram. Ooh. We'll throw it out there. I mean J Bone's gotten a lot of love. Yeah. Anytime Justin's written something, we post it up there, he tells me it's the best part of his day. And that's that's the mark of a true patron on Patreon. Oh yeah.
0: Um like like that day of episode goes up and you're getting feedback
1: that day. It's not coming a week later. Um, and it felt good, too, to get that positive feedback after we missed a week and got nothing but negative emails. Thousands of, of negative emails. Dead patients and things like yeah. that. And, yeah. and that was one where Terry was like,
0: none of this is good feedback. Let us just delete these emails for you. And we still went through every one of yeah, them. We read every single one of them. Um, lastly, be- before we get to the book, um, we had talked just prior to recording about some extra segments to throw yeah. into the show. And I had an idea for a segment but I think I sh- I'm going to save it, and we'll just break up some of the action okay. in a little bit. So let's let's talk book, and then I'm going to do a midpoint break. Do a, do a midpoint break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for a little segment. Get me too. And then if, if you've got a segment, um, yeah, I'm still thinking. Yeah, yeah. After you hear my say, like you, I don't want to tell you. I, I want to you know surprise you with a segment, but after that, you may have an idea of sort of what I'm hoping, what I was thinking. And then you can. I like you know, that. Base it's going it to inspire an bit. idea. Um, it's so, a real. So it's an I'll in go the first moment segment. Shortly. Yeah. yeah. And then maybe we can close out the episode uh, with with, with mine. Segment. Yeah. And then again, like we're that. we're looking for audience feedback. If you like these segments, if you think it's something we should include regularly, or if you have
1: an idea, if you think yours is better than mine, oh, absolutely. I'll, I'll come, please come to your house and beat you up. Hardy and Sons Podcast. Uh, dot com fill out the form. Dave yeah. come beat you up. Send me your address, your social security. Let me know if you're uh, acceptable to any diseases. Uh yeah. Yeah. Food allergies. Food allergies. Sensitivities. 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 Yeah. What kind of lotion you Biases, put on at night? Do you like beds? Otherwise? These are important things. Yeah. Let's get started. Let's do it. Uh so we're starting off with the arrest. So
0: well, the last thing that we read yeah, where'd that
1: leave us? The last thing we read was like
0: the oh, scene right. where like Robinson was about to be called in to like they're at the mansion. They're at yeah. the tower mansion. Fenton is there with uh the Herd Applegate. And Heard, yeah. And then he sends the two boys out because he's like, This may get awkward Man, talking it's to, about your to get Friend's nasty. dad. And then as he goes in, uh Henry Robinson goes in to talk to Fenton. The chapter closes with Slim Robinson, his son. Yeah, per- Perry. Perry Perry Slim Robinson yeah. saying, Oh, my dad's innocent. <laughs> Which again is it's a good Perry. It's not a good cliffhanger. No, it's not. But this is one that they it's a it's a holdover that they kept in the second book of like let's end a chapter with just a young boy saying that his father's innocent. Which, if he's younger, oh, it, as it, I assume, like if if they're classmates, dude. when I was picturing like eighteen-year-old Perry, yeah, uh, eighteen-year-old Slim saying like, hey, my dad's innocent. That's sort of like if you're eighteen, maybe you know if your dad has been smuggling money or robbing mm-hmm. people like you may have more cautious yeah that, yeah but if you're a 15 year old it, you just sound like a child being like no my daddy's innocent my dad wouldn't do it yeah my dad's a good man the, there's a line of credibility and i yeah. don't know at which age it is i don't know if it's like at 17 where like when you're oh, 17, 17 you, 17 you go switches.
1: either way yeah 16 and a half i feel like is for me i'm just like you're transitioning son 15 you're still a boy
0: and then 16 and a half is when you become a man. That's when
1: you're a man, dude. Wow. It's that half. It's Ooh. that half. I'm telling you. Which the context of this entire book has changed. This book just – I don't know if it's only in the age group or what, uh, but it just makes more sense. I accept almost everything that happens because I'm like, well, yeah, they're 15 yeah. and 16. I'm not 16 so much and a more half. forgiving. Yeah.
0: Because it's like a hobby – not a wannabe career or exactly. something. Exactly. And a much more, t- like when they go to baseball practice, and if they are 18 years old and going to baseball practice instead of helping their friend get out of prison, it's like you have a responsibility which to do this. Uh, more on that later. I'm excited for more on that later. Yeah. But as I speculate now, like if you're 15 or 16, like, yeah, do your baseball practice and, and then maybe go help your dad. Yeah, this, this is stuff. just a
1: hobby for you. You're yeah. not about to graduate. You still got a couple years of high school. You know yeah. what I'm saying?
0: Which also makes it more... And, and I don't want to get ahead here because if none of this is true in the in the the old book, then this is all moot. But if Slim is like 15 mm-hmm. and has to drop out of high school at 15 to, to work a in a grocery, a grocery store. store, that's even more heartbreaking and yeah. even more reason to be
1: like, hey... Let's get this this guy exonerated and back to work. Well, now it's not just fifty years before he's running the place. It's now 50 it's fifty five. Fifty five. Yeah, yeah, that's a long <laughs> You're career. Years now that's no fun. <laughs> so that's where we are.
0: Mister Robinson is about to go in to be interrogated by Fenton Hardy,
1: which leaves us outside with the boys talking to Perry. In which Perry uh, and I don't remember if this happened in the original or not. But well, while you're tells, looking at your notes,
0: can I look at the book? Yeah, so follow
1: along here. On page sixty-three. Oh, you've got
0: good notes. Oh yeah, I dude. I, I noted that. this
1: up. Man,
0: you've raised the bar too. Uh, well, yeah, it's my I turn hope to so. Read when I have to write a, a companion piece along with, I the book. hope
1: you have notes. I mean, I have a second printout if you want these notes. Did you ever see how uh, Francis Ford
0: Coppola did The Godfather? No. He took the book and page by like cut out each page and put it inside of a larger page. And then filled his margins of this, like, extra page. But he took the original book.
1: Oh. And basically,
0: instead of, like, the one-inch margin, he added, like, a five-inch margin. Yeah. And, like, scene by scene went through the book and made all of his notes. So, like, he took a copy of the book and wrote the movie sort of on it. I think they
1: sell that. They may. That's exciting. The if actual they do. margins, um, yeah.
0: But uh, now, now I may end up doing that for the Hardy and Sons. I hope or original, you do. For well, the we Hardy should Boys sell original them, books.
1: too. Which there is a, a couple T-shirt ideas that come up. I'm in excited these for the next couple chapters. Page so, sixty-three.
0: What are we talking about? Uh,
1: Perry Robinson and the boys are talking, in which Perry tells the boys that his dad found the combination while cleaning out the fireplace. So we already know through Perry. Did that happen in the original, or was it just uh, Perry's dad who told Fenton that he found it? I don't remember. Yeah, and this I was like, oh, that's interesting. Perry's like, yeah, my dad told me he was doing this. He's about to tell the guys what happened. And I was like, well, this is getting a little suspenseful. I and forgot. it seemed it seems suspicious that if it was Henry yeah, saying it. He said, um, uh, you know, of course he's innocent, but everything looks pretty black against him, said Perry, who was pale and shaken. Unless your father can catch the real thief, I'm afraid my dad will be blamed for it. "'Everybody knows your father is honest,' Joe said. "'He has a good record. "'Even Applegate will have to admit that. "'A good record won't help him very much "'if he's blamed for this and he can't clear himself. "'And Dad admits that he did know "'the combination of the safe. "'He knew it! "'Well, accidentally!' He was cleaning the library fireplace one day when he found a slip of paper with numbers marked on it. The combination was so simple that anyone could remember it if he read it once. Is that a part of this? The no, so, so what we have it is it, here's here's the new book.
0: Dad learned the combination accidentally, so it is Perry. Okay, so Perry was that, the that's the same, um, but it's written a little differently. It was so simple one couldn't forget it. This was how it happened. One day, while he was cleaning the va- the library fireplace, he found a piece of paper with numbers on it. He studied them and decided they were a safe combination. Dad laid the paper on the desk, the window was open, and he figured the breeze must have blown the paper to the floor.
1: Kind of what we have, yeah. Pretty similar. Yeah. So, okay, well, that was the one thing I was like, oh, well, damn. Uh, so then everything continues on pretty much the same uh, until Heard Applegate has a great conversation. And this is, I think, close to the same one, but listen to how much exposition is in this phone call. So Heard is wanting to... Is this to the police? Yeah. Okay. So Heard's wanting to basically tell the police what he's got. He just, Hello, police station. This is Applegate speaking. Applegate. Heard Applegate. Well, I think we found our man in that robbery. Yes, Robinson. You thought so, eh? <laughs> yeah, you thought so? I did too. So did I. But I wasn't sure. He has practically convicted himself by his own story. Yes, I want him arrested. You'll be up right away? Fine. Goodbye. That was so much exposition in in one half of a phone call. Yeah.
0: That's a, a lot happened there. A, the police had it in for Robinson as well. That's and a- they were sort of like the level-headed... Like arbitrators in the in the first one of yes. like, well,
1: let's make sure. Yeah, we should come down and check. But for him to say, "Oh, you thought so too," like you don't even know who he's talking to and at he, the police station he,
0: at this moment. Did he just say, "I wasn't sure," but he like convicted himself or something? Yeah, yeah. And didn't he say to Fenton prior to this phone call, "Like I'm sure, I'm sure of it. It's Robinson. Yeah, don't have to look any further." Interesting.
1: It was very interesting to me as well. Uh. And then the only other difference in this chapter, which I got to find the page, Uh, it is a wonderful description of Mrs. Robinson. Mm. If you want to go ahead and start with Frank and Joe and read down. Oh. Uh, Frank and Joe led him
0: down through the hallway and along a corridor that led to a wing of the mansion where the Robinson family had rooms. There in a neat but sparsely furnished apartment they found mrs robinson a gentle kindly-faced woman somewhat lame who <laughs> <laughs> just somewhat lame though somewhat lame who was sitting anxiously in a chair by the window her two daughters paula and tessie tessie twins were by her side and
1: all looked up in expectation as the lads came in so they they changed her up a bit right because in the first one she was fully lame yeah, she, and this one, she just, just said somewhat. who was lame.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and also, just a strange rewrite, I think. Uh, let's see here. Frank and Joe, this is the new version. Frank and Joe followed the boy down the hallway along a corridor that led to the east wing of the mansion. So we get the actual wing. Oh. It's the east wing, not a wing. Uh, they're in a neat but sparsely furnished apartment. They found Mrs. Robinson, who was a gentle, kind-faced woman who was lame. And that's Shit. that's a weird, like... Kindly faced, yeah. kind faced, interesting choice to rewrite that. Um, I don't know the difference. I don't either. Um, but then, yeah, they just uh, to ended on To go full on, lame. Like, you never go full lame? Lame. <laughs> never go full lame. Never go full lame. That's a literary rule. But, man, <laughs> they, they went full lame on her, the poor thing. In the rewrite. Yeah, that's a, it, they're f- making people worse in the rewrite. I feel like that would have been an opportunity to, A, clarify that lame means like, well, she had a limp. Yeah. Or like she was slightly handicapped. Yeah. Just one um, leg was or broke. she was in a wheelchair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so she, she had a stroke, so only one side knee. of her worked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give us the full story. Don't it, don't make it worse. Don't sharpen the blow.
1: Yeah. Poor Mrs. Robinson. Oh. Uh
0: and then next we go into red hair. I want to just in the history of of these chapters, we've always sort of given what the cliffhanger is. Oh yeah, uh, in yeah. This old book. Uh Frank and Joe, their hearts too full for utterance, withdrew softly from the room.
1: Oh, it was actually pretty great. They're like, hey, things are getting awkward, so we're bowing so, out. <laughs> they, I
0: imagine I just, yeah, they, slowly they, didn't, just, yeah, they didn't turn and walk they out. Hit they hit every squeak, out. too, <laughs> so, on the floor. Uh,
1: Excuse e- us. E- uh, can't e- get out that way. Joe's so uh, nervous, he lets out an accidental fart. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, come on, dude. Stop farting over here. Stop farting around. I had a
0: nightmare last night. This is a true story. I had a nightmare last night that, like, we had said the F word or something on the podcast. Well, be honest. Who said
1: it? I, I think, uh, Did I, think, I say it? I think
0: you said it, but yeah. then
1: I said it later on. Oh, you're like, David said it. I'm going to say it. Yeah. yeah. And then,
0: like, the rest of my nightmare was, like, we have to publish the episode. We can't not publish it. Yeah. It would be, like, we can't edit it. That would be inauthentic. That's not what we do. And I was really struggling in this dream of like, what are we going to do with this episode? Like we, set, <laughs> we straight up said the F word. How are we going to? Not like, once. But twice. Each times. of us. Two F words. <laughs> but then I woke up <laughs> and our podcast was perfect.
1: That's what I like to hear. Oh. I'm not going to lie. I think it was the last episode. I almost slipped with the F word because I got so riled up and... I think it came out with fudge. It may have existed in one of the first episodes too oh, somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like episode three, it definitely drops. I remember we finished recording, and I was so ashamed with myself. Yeah, and I just had sat there. For a week. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just getting over it. Now my PTSD is back. It's really hard not to curse when these boys get me so frustrated. <laughs> they get me so frustrated. My goodness. Uh so we're we're into red hair. We're into red hair, but I want to stop for
0: just a second yes. because this is chapter nine, red hair. Uh and in our book, and I know we added like the Chet chapter in the new oh, book yeah. and stuff, um, but in the new book we go from uh chapter uh a chapter called The Arrest, which is chapter seven, from seven, the arrest, to eight, an important discovery. And in the new book, we go from uh, red hair chapter to an 8 the arrest discovery. to red hair to an important discovery so yeah. we've we've inserted a chapter here into the the outline of this other one so i don't know if it's the kind of thing where they've split this one chapter into they, two Yeah. okay it is
1: spoiler alert um it is just an important discovery uh the boys end up going back to the crime scene the location of uh one of the first wrecked cars or whatever but in this in this one the whole time they're talking about how bad they feel for slim and they have like the priority is to help slim out and they're really caring for their friend. Hmm. And I was like, interesting.
0: The innocence of children. Yeah. They're so young. They're
1: so young and naive. They're worried about their their friend
0: or their friend's dad rather. Yeah.
1: Their dad. I'm worried about your dad. How's Uh, your dad? They also are like, you know, you know we're probably not going to be able to do much i mean this is more on dad's shoulders but we're going to try
0: now that's big yeah because the other difference what i and again this this may come up in this next i'm going to peek ahead here to see if it's the same okay yeah in an important discovery in the blue version the new version it starts with them seeing this $1000 reward poster at the post office i guess um if okay. i remember right yeah, the post office bulletin board. Okay, that's and how then, important discovery starts. Yeah, that, that's how important discovery starts one. in the old book as well. Yeah. But this sort of sets it's the tone where it's, it sounds like in the old version we've got this red hair chapter where you're saying they're very sympathetic yeah. to the uh, the trials of the Robinson yeah, family. Yeah, Perry and the Robinsons, yeah. But with, with this, we just go right into the reward in the new version and they're just greedy. They want the thousand dollars. Yeah. They so it's, and it's like we don't want to do without dad because we want the money ourselves. Yeah. Um. And I don't know if it's that that maybe when you turn seventeen and eighteen, that you greed need comes money. in. Yeah. Like I don't know when health insurance kicked off. Like now we get it to like twenty five or twenty six or something. Yeah. But
1: well, you got to think life expectancy is what 27, 28? 28. Yeah. So. So, so yeah, At this point, they're definitely like in their Get that inheritance 40s or 50s and 1920 so years can pass it along yeah yeah if
0: you're 17 you probably have two or three kids yeah we found point.
1: out that herd is the oldest man alive <laughs> at, at coming 60. at 60 oh yeah, my god, that dinosaur. old back and those clench stamps <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um they're there they notice that the car is stripped down and they're like Oh, let's look for some, I don't know, identification. The car is stripped down. Chet's car is stripped down? No, it's not Chet's car. It's a completely different car than the car car that was wrecked. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I was very confused because I thought it was Chet's car too. But no, that comes back in an important discovery. So they're looking at a totally different car. Interesting. Right? Was this the car that was chasing them on motorcycles in the beginning of the book? Okay. So that's the one they're looking at. It's been stripped down. They're combing the grounds and bushes for maybe a, a license or a piece of mail or something like that. And then Frank is like, "I'm going to check the engine and jot down this serial number." Smart. So he pulls out his little notebook.
0: I would have thought Chet was the one wanting to jot down <laughs> serial numbers.
1: <laughs> you you boy talking
0: about cereal? <laughs> like with some warm milk at the park. <laughs> Tell your mom to give me a slice of that cake. Always have cereal for my second breakfast.
1: <laughs> uh, and but- throw in that extra cake. <laughs> I'm going to go swim, boys. Dude, Jet is- again? <laughs> he needs it. Third time's
0: a charm. It's this stinky. is fun, this, this role reversal where you're driving the speed of the podcast here. Yeah.
1: And I'm just trying and to derail just, it. That's, is, it's the best thing is in the fantastic. world is just derail it. I like dude. this seat. This is fun. It's a good seat to be in. And this is why I freaked out of being in this seat. But I'm doing all right. You're handling it. You're I'm pushing. handling it. Uh, so Frank knows that this is probably stolen, so that's not going to leave or lead anywhere. But then in the car, on the seat, they find red hairs. And they pick it up. And I imagine it's like... It looks like someone got half scalped. Okay. And it's just like this string of red hair. And they're like, what's this? And uh, it's the man's wig. And it's at the bottom of page 71. Mm-hmm. They talk about something like the man's wig must have been torn from the crash. Which I didn't understand like why that would get mangled and torn. Part of the fellow's wig was torn. I'm sorry, part of the fellow's wig was torn when the
0: car was smashed up, said Frank. <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. Okay, can I, can I go back a sentence on you Go here? back, yeah. So it's, as they're examining it, in his hand Frank held a small tuft of vivid red hair. It was very coarse in texture, and the surprising part of it was that the hairs were not separate, but were attached to a sort of tough linen. Why? It's part of a wig, said Frank, <laughs> examining the hair more closely. And then Joe. You're right, agreed his brother.
1: No human hair ever grew like that. <laughs> I'm telling you, I look at human hairs all the time. What a yeah. Interesting.
0: Yeah for, for an amateur naturalist in his own way, <laughs> that's a keen observation. <laughs> Now he'll remember this <laughs> hair growth pattern and that unique <laughs> tread. Those are two things he'll remember if he sees him again for sure.
1: Oh, you're not wrong there. So, uh the boys end up going home. They're they're so pumped about this uh, tuft of red hair this part of a man's yeah. head <laughs> yeah this, which i just imagine like an of all things if you see this this is a terrifying thought who's gonna go in there and just like pick it up like if you're walking in walmart and you see a weave on the ground who's going over there and picking that up so it's such a weird thing i uh, there
0: was a brief time in my life where I was attempting to vlog with some regularity, yeah, make these videos, and there was one where uh I was eating at Favaz's up the up the road Favaz's. but I lived at a different house and I walked there um Is that the place with that good looking Alfredo? uh no, that's Lorenzo's okay that we were just looking at yeah Favaz's. Uh, Favaz's. has a great meatball sub and a whole lot of other great things, oh yeah, get me too um but the the walk I was I was filming and I, I said this because there's this big pile of leaves. It was like late spring. Yeah. Big pile of leaves in the street, and there was like a weave. There was a part of a, or a wig or something. Was it red in this and pile? Tuft? No, it wasn't. It was dark. Yeah. But it was in this like pile of leaves in the street. Ugh. And I said to the camera, which is true. I'm like, if I, I'm not touching that, if that's a body. I'm just walking past because I don't want to find out that it is. Like I wouldn't want to like you say pick up a weave like on the floor at a Walmart. Yeah, that's gross, but safe. It's clearly (laughs) a a weave on the floor at Walmart. But when it's like nestled in a pile of leaves, oh yeah, you don't know what's attached attached. to that weave. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) and so yeah, in this depending on how this car is wrecked up, I'd be. Yeah, cautious right? yeah. about like
1: oh, how fucked is that? It's still attached. <laughs> There's skin. There's <laughs> half of a face. He's alive. There's someone in the woods. <laughs> what are you boys doing? You got a big fat friend. It's me,
0: <laughs> New Fenton Hardy. <laughs> I've been in the woods this
1: whole time, boys. <laughs> I've been very, very. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> I like this man. <laughs> I like this man a Fenton. lot. He <laughs> Speaking, makes, he makes you wait. He does. Lot Make him spend. wait. <laughs> this time, uh, they the boys uh, burst in again to Fenton's study to show him this scalped hair that they found, and of course, Slim is in there, and they're like, "We found a clue." And Slim's like, oh, a clue? Will it help with dad? And the boys just filled with hubris are just like, probably. Hey,
0: that's up. Op- in the in the new book, there was a thing where like they had a big lead and they're like, let's not tell the Robinsons. We don't want to get their hopes yep. up. Yep. I like this encouraging version yeah, of the Yeah, they're boys just a like, hey, more. get
1: get into this. Uh so now you want to go to 76. Because Fenton drops wonderful wisdom to the boys you're <laughs> about to say like the f-bomb <laughs> no not the it, it's great wisdom that he drops to the boys that they take way too literally but it makes sense for the blue book okay i'm, I'm gonna do the whole 76 here uh i it's believe just, it's so a, it's just
0: a half page here uh all the mo- oh this is old fenton hardy all the more reason why we should get busy and clear up the affair returned mr hardy you boys can help how By keeping your eyes and ears open. And by using your wits. That's all there is to detective work. Well, you can just bet that if it'll be clear, Slim's dad will be listening. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Well, you can just bet... That if it will clear Slim's dad, we we will be listening and looking for every clue there is. Yeah, Joe. Joe assured his You're father. You're
1: listening, all right, baby. You're getting that ear to the ground. You're keeping those oh. ears open. They oh, They took that way. They literally. Wow. Listening ears.
0: Listen, boys. Lay your head flat on the <laughs> ground in a field if there's people with a gun running
1: nearby. If someone's approaching you, put your ears to the ground. No. If their feet were seeds, you're safes. <laughs> if they come closer, don't look them in the eyes. They're like dogs.
0: <laughs> they like want you to
1: look if they're going to attack. You know how a T-Rex can't see <laughs> you
0: unless you move, right, kids? And in the 1920s, there <laughs> were Tyrannosaurus there was still Rexes. Yeah, yeah, the, the Big is, Bang didn't happen yet. That was in early 40s that yeah. the meteor hit.
1: Yeah, thank yeah. God it did, too. Hiroshima. <laughs> yeah.
0: Let's move on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Moving on. Uh, <laughs> What's our cl- cliffhanger? Uh, that that was it. Oh, that's the cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah keep, you can just bet. Keep uh, those just We'll be listening and looking for every clue that there All is. All right. So here is a big one. This is a big change, and dude, this made me so happy. It was not a big change. It's just, it's the truth. It's everything they were dancing around. So an important discovery is where we move next. Uh, and if people were wondering, yes, the agility of an eel is in this book as well. Uh, the boys are in the post office, and they see the uh, reward for $1,000. Yeah. Now go to the top of 81. Top of 81. Skipping a couple pages here. All right. Um.
0: It should be... Dude, your notes are impeccable. Oh, thank you. This is nice. Yeah, I I like that. I like that a lot. We spend a lot less time with me flipping like, uh, I think, uh... (laughs) uh, I'm raising bars,
1: baby! This is good. This is good stuff. I'm a barman! So they're talking about uh, Slim and his dad can't find a job. And then the boys are like, well, we're going to do our best to, you know, set him free. So uh, look for the I won't forget it in a hurry line.
0: Okay. It's mighty good of you, fellas said Slim gratefully. I won't forget it in a hurry. You've been pretty... <laughs> right? Okay. <laughs> okay. I won't forget it in a hurry. You've been pretty <clears throat> white to me all through this. That's white like the color. They've been white. Bob Ross. I've never, ever heard that as like a an explanation for like being nice.
1: Yeah, I, I was starting to think like, is this racism? Like, just being like, well, thank God you're being white to me. Yeah. Yeah. It, you are being brown or yellow. Yeah, it, or... it
0: by itself isn't bad, but the contrast is what's a little concerning. Yeah. A little bit.
1: And then uh, go on to the next thing, because it's the best line of this book.
0: Aw, shucks, muttered Frank, embarrassed. It's the reward we're after. Applegate is offering $1,000. Oh, I know it isn't altogether the reward. You would do it to help us anyway, and you know it. Look what you've already done. Should I keep going? I'm trying to... No,
1: that. but the boys admit that they're only after the reward money. They don't care about oh, clearing, God, I read right, oh,
0: clearing Slim's
1: dad. They're just can, like, oh, shucks, we're just in it for the $1,000. And
0: actually, it's written where there's a big dash after he says, you've been pretty white to me this uh, all through all this. And Frank interrupts him because of this dash. It's, oh, shucks, it's the reward we're after. <laughs> <laughs> and all that hope all that yes. happiness for a moment uh, yes. about them putting
1: put the completely slipper, shut we're down. back baby. dude it gets way more brutal too <laughs> no, no. it gets way more brutal in the same section here uh no i think that's let's say okay. um yeah that's about it because next they meet with the dad and uh they ask for the list of jewelry that was stolen And uh, the dad just like, oh, you're after the reward, I see. And they're just like, oh, yeah, and we're going to get it. Um, And then the dad's just like – and Fenton's like, it's my case, too. We can no longer work together. So now it's setting the stakes of like they're all after this reward. This is a big deal. This is like it's a mad, 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 mad world. It's a mad, mad, mad world, baby. And I love that. I love that these people are not just like – oh, we're just trying to clear Slim's dad, because that's not true. And they tried to force that in this one, and the it never one. made sense. Yeah, in the new blue one. And it was always like, they clearly feel like they have alternative motives. This one points it out. It's like, yeah, right there in your face. Everyone wants us a $1,000. In fact, while Slim was trying
0: to like uh, project on us our the goodness of our heart, we interrupted him to clarify, no, oh, no, 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 no. That's not what we're doing. We want the money. Yeah. Give us the money. And if it were a dollar less, your father could rot in prison for all I care.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they're so cool. Uh, So the boys know they have to start searching for more clues. So they go down to Chet's car this time. Now they're going to go search where they found Chet's car. In Willow Grove. Where they had their little picnic. And, uh go to 85 this is another great thing in this new episode because it shows that the boys are actually not good detectives and they're still learning uh and it's so they arrive joe puts that head to the ground uh he might have dropped letters from his pocket or something Joe's just, like, hell-bent on finding dropped letters, as if everyone just carries a letter of identifying marks.
0: I want to say, like, in the last case that they solved, Joe was, like, following a toddler and, like, kept finding, like, <laughs> cereal and letters and toys and just, like, at the end of the just house... scrabble pieces. ...60 feet later found the kid, and he's like, I did it! <laughs> and now he's just hoping to repeat that process. Well, the letters! He might have... Again, wait, he might... Have, I'm, I'm looking at the sentence. He might have dropped letters from his pocket... Or something, said Joe, hopefully, as they explored the clearing. Who keeps letters in their <laughs> <That's> pocket? <enough. laughs> and and what a strange thing. To, I mean, the boys shoved the legal documents in their pocket, but that just seems like a weird.
1: This thief is like, I'm about to go steal this fat boy's car. I better carry some letters with me.
0: And on the way, I'm going to drop off at the post office and get <laughs> yeah. that $1,000 reward for myself. I'm going to stop by Herd, steal a couple stamps. <laughs> i remember the combination is super simple yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. i found it in the old fireplace in the library of all
0: things to hope drop out of somebody's pocket a letter seems like the last like
1: a key well i wonder if they even had licenses back then cars were so new like were driver's license around i don't know so maybe the only identifying mark was this man's you carried a letter's letter. Yeah, maybe it was like, like a social security something
0: in war. Like in, in the old wars, people would like write a letter and pin it to themselves, and in case oh, they, oh yeah, in like case they died. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if because the life expectancy was like four. <laughs> if that was like just as soon as you were old enough to write, you wrote the letter for your next of kin. That's a, yeah. Just that because explains you could die
1: statements of deep pockets. They're like, well, make sure you buy this jacket. It's got a deep letter pocket. Oh, like, when you die, that's it's That's also a turn of phrase it's... for,
0: like, somebody who's successful or rich. Like, oh, he's got deep pockets. He's got deep pockets. But really, pockets. that's maybe a thing about the, security for the family letters. legacy. Yeah. Yeah, he's got extra He's got a long will. He he's needs not gonna, those deep pockets. This, this thief has deep pockets because his letters stayed
1: right in those pockets. <laughs> he did not lose a, a smooth letter. smooth job. The, the smoothest. The smoothest. Now, in that moment, though, the boys actually say um, – Unfortunately, they can't find a footprint because when they found Chet's car, they all danced around it and they basically contaminated their own crime scene. So they're upset with themselves for like screwing up that crime scene, which I thought was cool for them to admit like, oh, they know. They know they've been reckless. They're not trying to pretend that they're great detectives. They say, oh, we screwed up. We contaminated the scene with all of our footprints running around and not checking first. I wish we would have.
0: And by contrast to the new version, when they're, like, looking for clues, they, like, look all along a highway for yeah. a tire track or something when it's clearly not as isolated of an area as this, but, like, they're looking for any footprint. Yeah. It's like, there's going to be there's hundreds gonna be tons of them. There's going to of them. No, no of one yours. has a car. Yeah. you yeah. walked here, like, your whole town, there's four cars. That's why it's such a big deal. Yeah. And but, you're at a
1: place where people have picnics. Yeah. My gosh!
0: I like I like these self aware younger children. I do too. More than the Cliff Hubris olders.
1: They're they're not as fun. These kids are a lot of fun. I'm rooting. I'm re-
0: rooting for these guys.
1: I am too. And
0: I was rooting against.
1: Yeah, we the hated older version. We hated the older versions of them. <laughs>
0: you say hated like it's past
1: tense and it's j- different now. <laughs> <But> well, I'm <laughs> expecting they're a little wiser in the second book. I'm optimistic, but I hate them. I actually, dude, I'm on such a high from loving them from this book. <laughs> like, I had such a great time reading these chapters. I was thinking this would be the only book. This, the
0: first book would be the only one where we'd compare,
1: yeah, to the original version. But I'm thinking I like it. Yeah, I'm thinking I want if to continue we doing of it. If these, we, I uh, believe me, I've been scouring to eBay to find, and I, I found a whole lot of them. It's like 150 bucks, but they don't let you know what's in there. But there's just a bunch of books that look like that one. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder if I should contact this seller. Um, Interesting. The Patreon people, come on. We should do a Kickstarter. Oh, that's not a... Dude, we can easily get $150 bucks for a couple books through Kickstarter. If we can't get $150 through Kickstarter, we're, people don't we like us. We should just lump
0: it in with, with buy those books and produce a netflix series well yeah i mean we're clearly doing a netflix series yeah. yeah and i mean so it'll be like 150 for the books and then like 80 million for the production you think 80 of the show. will cover it uh yeah because we'll just do one camera
1: okay well i mean we have pretty high salaries yeah okay well, I figure 40 million. Oh, we can just use the camera 40 that million
0: have. a piece and then we'll get everyone to volunteer their time.
1: Okay, good. We're on the same
0: page there. And so support we're, that we're, Look <laughs> for the Kickstarter. You can get behind a project this altruistic.
1: Oh We're God. in it for the money just like the boys. The, see, and we're honest about that and that's we all that like matters. We don't like craft. We're, we're, we're not realistic. trying to save
0: anyone's dad. We want no. the $1,000. I
1: don't listen. I don't care about your dad. <laughs> <laughs> you dead. He's screwed. You? School? No. You don't need it. You got a job, You got a bad groceries, kid. Yeah. You're going to do it for 55 years.
0: You're going <laughs> to make a good living. Someone's like, hey, why are you talking to me like that? We are the same age. <laughs> listen here, kid. Stop. I'm older than he you by is, like, four months. He just puts his hand on the side of his
1: face. He's like rubbing his earlobe. He's like, listen, kid. <laughs> just yeah. little slaps on his face. Take this quota. Go get yourself an apple. <laughs> get yourself a cherry Coke on me. You got Bubba cola? Get a bubble cola and some swim gyms. Enjoy. Some, maybe some hair grease. Make yourself look real nice. Yeah. Get a little pompadour. A little pompadour, man. I like it. Um,
0: You stud. I have a real life story to tell. I like real life stories. But I think I need to wait till the end if what's happening at the end is what I think is happening at the end. Okay. Yeah. End of this chapter? And the end of your segment of how far you read. You said there's something at the end of what you read. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. may have had a real life experience very similar to that.
1: Oh. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Uh, so at the top of 86, the boys are looking at the car and uh, they're saying, if he was a professional crook or – they're upset because they couldn't find a fingerprint because they put their hands all over the car too. Yeah. They couldn't find a footprint. and They're just like, if he was a professional crook, we could have traced his fingerprints easily. And I was like – Dude, this is the 1920s. Nothing is easy. What (laughs) could you trace? Like, you have no technology. (laughs) All you have is a magnifying glass. Like, what database is there of people's thumbs? I guess, like, the 12 professional crooks that existed all had ink thumbprints. So maybe that was easy enough to trace. But that sounds... Yeah, and... Sounds like
0: some BS. And even if there was, like, a file of these at a police station somewhere... It's not like, will you fax those over? Like, yeah. we'd, we'd like to compare it to our <laughs> notes. Like, you've got to fly there and look at them yourself and compare. Oh, yeah, not uh, not
1: easy. Things will change with not the whole flying thing. things too. You will most likely I letter wonder. them or uh, train them. Oh, oh yeah. Things have changed. I was going to say. We're in the 20s did, now, baby.
0: How did people get around in the 20s? Yeah. Did you rent a horse? It's, yeah. Lem Billers is
1: just, you got to get Bil- his you know, lazy old self down and take trim. you around. Yeah. <laughs> Where is Lem? Come on, Lem. He's uh, just chilling just, on his couch. I need to know
0: now. I need to know right now. In the rest of the section that you read, is Lem Billers a part of it? No. Okay. Lem is gone. Lem I, had I, that hang one. Hang he's in it now. Hang on. Okay. <laughs> I needed to let go of that hope. I was clinging tight, yeah. tightly well, to it. Well, maybe
1: Lem comes up later on in one of the newer books. Let's hope. Yeah. I hope they didn't just say, this character doesn't need to be in these. They already no. got the deaf farmer. They don't need Lem.
0: Maybe our Netflix spinoff is, a is Lem. following Lem Biller's story.
1: I would watch that. This
0: is good. This I would definitely watch that. Just um, a 46-minute episode of him like just very slowly, real-time, taking a horse uh, down the road. Yeah. Whoa. Yep. Real-time travel. We'll shoot it at 60 uh, frames a second 3D, like The Hobbit.
1: Let's shoot it at something crazier than 60.
0: 61.
1: Yeah. I was going to say, let's go 64. Ooh. Yeah, let's go a few frames off. Let's make sure that audio doesn't perfectly sync. <laughs> That's what we want. That's how you know it's good. That's how you know it's quality. It's art, people. These people are dangerous. i
0: we're dangerous. If he's the laziest man in nine counties, his audio should be delayed too.
1: <laughs> See, that's being a good art house student, man. You're Thank looking you. into this way too far. Thank you. They're genius filmmakers. They offset the audio, so it's just as lazy as Lem. Did you know they didn't even film half of the story? They just got <laughs> too lazy to finish it. They <laughs> <laughs> published it anyway. It's genius. They should win awards. The audio is a character. <laughs> And a lot of times you miss that. <laughs> what is this? Quentin Tarantino? Is that was that good? That's, yeah, I wasn't it, was going that for Quentin? Quentin. I was just going for artsy. It was artsy. It's definitely artsy. You but my it's very feminine Tarantino
0: artsy first, and then
1: my uh, masculine yeah. artsy second. I like the masculine Thank one. You. It was very good. good. It was Thank very you. Tarantino to me. Cheers. Uh, so the boys they're going through Chet's car. They find the jacket or the coat and the hat, and they admit we have. No idea what this means, but we know it's big. We have to take this to Dad. I know he said he doesn't want to work with us, but we're taking this to Pops because Pops is going to know what to do with this stuff. Do they ever discuss like
0: and if we if if Pops helps us and we get the $1000, we'll give him 40 bucks for in exchange for this clue. Is that not a part of it? That is not a part okay, of it.
1: Good. They Actually, funny that that you bring that up. What it is is it's very much of like, well, if Pops figures it out, he's a good man. Like he will help us with this, but he'll let us get the reward because he's a good man. Nice. So that's what their minds are set on. They've never once been like, we'll throw him a couple bucks, we'll give him a few bones. Uh, At this time, they still feel like their dad shouldn't get any of the money. Fenton feels very differently.
0: Has he expressed that? He will. Oh.
1: Oh, you're doing such a fantastic (laughs) job
0: of driving. Please continue.
1: Uh, I'm going on to the next chapter. Yes. Mr. Hardy investigates. What do you think
0: happens in this chapter?
1: I think Mr. Hardy does a little investigation, um, but also doesn't. I feel like not a lot happens until the very end where he's like, I think I'm going to investigate.
0: That's a classic Hardy chapter. Yeah. Good.
1: But the thing is, I've already read it, so I know what happens. But that's what I was thinking. Good. Yeah. Good. Uh, So the boys have no idea what to do with this clue. They take it to Dad. Uh, I just have a note that says, all of 88. I feel like I really
0: liked page 88. All right. This is the opening of Chapter 11, Mr. Hardy Investigates. Shall I? You shall. The Hardy boys looked at one another in growing excitement. What ought we do about it? Asked Joe. I'm going to tell Dad what we found. But he didn't say he would be working... But didn't he say he would be working the case on his own and that we would be the opposition? This is different. We have a real clue here, but we don't know how to use it. You can bet Dad will know what to do. He'll act fairly with us. If it leads to anything, he'll see that we get credit for what we've done. I guess you're right, Frank. This is a little too big for us to handle ourselves. After all, we're only children and we're not capable of dealing with anything of this magnitude with the public safety in mind. Oh, sorry, I added that whole section. Uh, they, all they said was, This is a little too big for us to handle ourselves. But imagine finding that wig. What luck! There's nothing else around, is there? Let's look. Although the Hardy Boys scoured the woods in that vicinity thoroughly, they found nothing more. But the
1: wig, the hat, and the coat gave the promise of interesting developments. Oh, that's right. So now they have the full wig.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah,
1: so they found the rest of the wig, not just the, not just the... ripped off, scalped portion, <laughs> the decapitated <laughs> section. <Yeah>. Got it. <laughs> so they go in, they talk to Dad, Dad whistles. <laughs> Solemnly, for some reason. Uh so ninety-one. Um he takes the wig, puts it under a microscope, and identifies a microscope. That, yeah, dude. He's just like, hand me that piece of hair. Let me look I at it. I feel like it's always been magnifying glasses. Yeah, this it time he's pulling out that. the big the big guns, dude. Wow. And he looks at it under a microscope and sees that it's a perfect match. He matches the lock that they found in the crashed car to the wig that they just found uh no wig drawer nothing like that he's just like yeah it's a match i don't have to check my my wig drawer my my wigman that's cool yeah that's cool because i feel like there's a lot of uh
0: with the tsa they -hmm. say like a lot of the process is what they call security theater have you heard that expression
1: no but i immediately
0: know what it means yeah that it's not that any one of their machines can can detect something mm-hmm. perfectly but by making it seem like there's these steps where you're searched you go through one machine your bag goes through another you get separated for a minute you're not standing next to your bag and then your bag may get searched or may not get searched yeah it's this theater that makes you think like oh i better not mess with this because like this, this is, is serious, serious they, stuff. They Look at how big that machine is. Yeah, like look, they've got wands that. I don't beep know if you heard, away but this from thing around. gives you
1: cancer. Yeah, this thing is intense. Instant cancer. <laughs> <laughs> but I told you the one time that I I went up to the TSA and I was like, "Hey, can I avoid the cancer machine?" And they said, "Why?" I said, "Well, I I heard my uh, my cousin's my cousin's husband's dad nice. told me that." I had the right to say, I don't want to go through the cancer machine, and I don't want to go through the cancer machine. And they go, come with us, sir. They so <laughs> just in, shot you. <laughs> in front of everyone, they frisk me. Not just that. They have to basically give me a physical. They don't take me in a back room or anything. It is in front of everyone, <laughs> and he's yanking at my pants, and I'm like, dude, I'm wearing sweats. You're about to pull my pants off and reveal – my niblets <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's just getting in there deep never request that take the cancer <laughs> just take the cancer <laughs> take the cancer it's a word of warning they are mean one time i forgot my
0: wallet uh while flying i remember this oh yeah was, that was, was to Minneapolis, yeah. uh with you yeah and uh i had to i i'm like tsa pre-check and all that and i yeah. usually fly through security but without a wallet um the gate agent was like hey don't worry about it You'll, they're just going to ask you some extra I'm just questions. Just you spread your butt cheeks. <laughs> well, the the, the uh, ticket agent was the one who was like, "You'll you'll be fine." Because I was like, "Can I still get on the plane? Can I still get through security yeah. without an ID?" And she said, "Yeah, you'd be fine." Um, and so they they asked me a couple questions um, to like verify my my identity, like what houses have I lived, what addresses have I been registered, what cars do I own, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then the guy was very subtle and courteous uh, and oh. thoroughly uh colorfully ex- explained before he touched any part of me. He's like, I'm going to take the back of my hand. <laughs> and I'm going to go from the <laughs> and he's like standing in front of my face, going like minding this, he's like, I'm gonna go from the bottom of your knee to the top of your leg, which is butt. Yeah. Um, but he said top of your leg. And then he's like, is that all right? And I was like, yeah. And then he stepped behind me. Sure enough, hand from knee to the top of my leg. Yeah, uh, but it, it was a very nice experience, and maybe that was because I approached it instead of "Don't put me in cancer machine."
1: <laughs> yeah, you'll never take me alive. <laughs> I'm just the dude with a big beard and long hair at this time. To where I, I look <laughs> like, like a terrorist. I'll be honest, and and I'm
0: not taking these box cutters out of my pocket for yeah. no one. I got some. Do you have any sharp objects
1: on you? Yeah, <laughs> this box cutter's taped to my legs. <laughs> I like that guy you got a good guy like i'm slowly gonna caress your lower back yeah it was very and bring it up my hands are slightly rough so it'll feel like i'm scratching your back <laughs> just... <laughs> here it comes his it's hands are just so dry it's, it's just, just flaking everywhere like you're being licked by a cat <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the sensation listen to the sound it's like pouring water. My partner tells me that's the most. Dude, I like this. described. Imagine sensation. him as a chef, too. He's just like, and now I'm going to slowly butter your bread. I'm cooking your eggs. He's just on a loudspeaker. This sounds like. As he cooks for you. This
0: sounds like a distant descendant of new Fenton Hardy. Yeah. You may have met my grandson who is a chef. <laughs> Known worldwide for the technique with which he butters a bun. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like New Fen that we have to donate so much time. Like I do too. Like, I watched you it like relax. Up, it goes up, like, nowhere. Right, too. I'm just gonna sit here and yeah. let Sean do this for yeah. a minute. I'm we'll do an- <laughs> I'm going to is- take my Fen time. Hardy is ASMR. Yes, that's that is what new yes. Fenton Hardy is. I it's, like yeah. An
1: ASMR video. We should just do Fenton Fenton like narrating nonchalant things. This is good. Just the most mundane Fenton. That could be a good Another side podcast. Another Kickstarter. That's that's my side yeah. podcast idea of uh, Fenton Hardy ASMR. Fenton Hardy <laughs> ASMR. ASMRD. <laughs> Whoa! Thank good you. Good pun. Thank you. I was too busy looking at my notes to catch that. It gave me a took a, a brief second. And to I had no idea there. how
0: we how we just got as far away from. I had to tell some story about the TSA for some reason. I oh, because you told a story about security. Remember
1: about how the cancer machine. The cancer. That's right. Yeah, I, I took us off that. A, oh, yeah, because he didn't need the wig drawer or anything like oh, that, security the microscopes theater. and security theater. Security yeah. theater. I feel like yeah. the new
0: book has this detective theater where, yeah, pull out a big file full of things and then yeah. you have a wig shop like, yeah. document in there. You don't have. Them. You don't there's, need. There's that. no
1: need to have all that stuff. Yeah, imagine all the space that would take up too. It's smoke and mirrors. It's snake oil. Exactly. And there, there's less and, of and, that. And that's yes, what I'm saying. And, like in the old one, they're more like realistic, gritty. They don't care about the smoke and mirror. They just want to solve this case and get that fat cash, dude. Yeah. Simple, let's, we gotta get paid. Yeah, I want Fenton. Daddy wants a new car, dude. <laughs> Daddy, good. Daddy's tired of this horse. Daddy's tired of Lamb, dude. I, gave, I want a new car. boys dude. That motorcycles. <laughs> time
0: to get me some wheels of my own. <laughs> who was that? I like that boy. I know you're doing Fenton, but who are you basing that off of? Uh, just a used car dealer. Yeah, I like it. Though. I gave you boys in box, uh, that box, and now it's time, time I get my own wheels. <laughs> I've been working at this dealership 17 years. <laughs> time i write something real nice
1: (laughs) let's ride let's ride was that we said chet morton was the inspiration to memphis reigns yeah Yeah. (laughs) i feel like fenton is now too uh so fenton on page 92 talks about how he's going to go down to the city and try and track down the man who uh, sold these items because looking at the clothing, he saw the tags, he saw where they're manufactured and he's like, okay, they're small shops. I'll check it out. Um, and then I, I hate to have you jump around, but on page 93, I wrote down Fenton's best advice yet. Um, and it should be in the meantime. That's what you're looking for. Let's see here.
0: In the meantime, don't rest on oh this is old vent sorry this is yeah in the meantime don't rest on your oars as the saying is keep your eyes and your ears open for more clues this case isn't over yet by any means
1: don't rest on those oars as the saying goes
0: this really dates this yeah because i i bet
1: most people don't have oars <laughs> right why do they have oars are they traveling by water oh I my have god an oar you're in an my hand <laughs> i'm holding an oar did triumphantly. You read
0: ahead? no this oar is always in here <laughs> what the hell did it's you It's technically get an a paddle or? not an oar well
1: yeah it's for it's I don't for, know it's the for pankins.
0: Uh, uh, i'm a canoeman this was okay. given to me after uh, i canoed a whole bunch that is not, do wow. Your, do you have your phone there? I do. Do you this want to snap is, a quick picture for the I Insta? do actually. I was going to ask Maybe if you post could hold it that when, when the episode goes up if you need some uh visual some reference. Proof, yes. It's up there. Sean
1: is an oarman. I'm an Orman. This is my ore. Oh, I got to put flash on because Yeah, it's I'm back be hard with too. Like crazy. All right, you ready? All right, hold still. And 3, Cheese. 2, 1. We're
0: lawyers. Solid stuff. One, oh two. yeah,
1: that's a good shot. And they got the mic in hand too. You can see I a little know. bit of the old. This is bug. real deal. You can see a little behind the scenes of this episode, which is fantastic. Oh god, everything's fine. You're so angry.
0: I dropped. our You're audio so recorder. angry. It is. How still far recording. are we?
1: What? Where are we at? Guess. Uh, thirty-two.
0: Okay. We're about double that. Are we really? Yeah, we've crossed the hour mark. <laughs> oh god, John. I say let's let's finish this chapter. And let's call it an episode.
1: Yeah. And then we'll do the next episode. The part two. Yeah. Okay. Which we're we're almost at the end. And this is where things shift up. Uh, You're at the bottom of your page. This is the very two. last part of Mr. Hardy Investigates. Okay. Um, and there's a really great Frank moment. So Fenton uh, tells his sons like, okay, well, I'm going to have to go investigate this. I have to go into the city. I'm going to take the early morning train to the city. Ah. Yeah. This is before
0: planes were a thing.
1: So uh, the next day, Fenton leaves. The boys wake up, and they're just so absent-minded. Like, this school day is rough for them. And they uh, make sure to talk about a scene with Frank, where he's sitting there in class. All he can think about is, you know, what's going on with the case, the wig they found, the clothing. And his teacher goes, Frank, what's the capital of Kansas? And which he answers, Red Wig. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> On page ninety-four, he's just so out of it that yeah, he he's asked what the yeah, capital yeah. of Kansas is, and he just Frank had Red drawn wig. a
0: reprimand when one of his teachers absent-mindedly answered Red Wig when <laughs> yeah. asked to name the capital of Kansas. <laughs> Also, one of my favorite lines is on this page, and this uh, this held true to the new book, and that was, well, let's hope he gets this one. I think there'll be a lot more of us detectives. He'll think a lot more of us as detectives if he does. And with that, the boys fell asleep.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's another moment like that later on in a different chapter where Good. it's like, and with that, the conversation ended. <laughs> I'm just like, I like that. And uh, with that, I want to be like, whenever things are awkward in a room or like you're at like a house party and you're like, I clearly want to go. I just want to announce. And with that, I'm leaving and just leave. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's a good way to wrap things up. Hardy Boys style. I'm going to say, yeah, say, and with that, I'm leaving. Hardy Boys. <laughs> <laughs> just turn and burn. And with that, this episode
0: is over. <laughs> Hardy Boys. Hardy Boys. I, uh, do, I don't want to end it yet. Do you have any more notes on this chapter? I know we're not ending it Yep but that is the end of mr hardy investigates uh i just wanted to say here uh, what i just looked at on the page it looks like this whole thing with perry having to drop out is consistent
1: oh yeah so, sure that, hasn't that. Yeah, so, so yeah. that hasn't changed sorry yeah so that hasn't changed It's the same, same
0: reasoning perhaps in about 50 years i'll be the head of the firm like that's all yeah all i'm going to be the much much head of the this same. grocery
1: store thing uh the boys Feel bad that Perry has to drop out. It doesn't mention top 10, but it does say he's a terrific student and that the chances of him making it to... They don't call it college. I forget what the term is, but him making it to another level of schooling is very high, and like every teacher wants him to do that because they know he's going to go places. But alas, he's got to drop out. He's got to drop out. Uh,
0: And I think we'll end this chapter with... We'll end this episode with the end of this chapter. Um, and with this philosophic reflection, the Hardy Boys were obliged to comfort themselves against the impatience that had possessed them to learn what, the, what progress their father was making in the city toward following up the clues
1: they had given him.
0: And with that, the episode ended.
1: <laughs> well, I will say before you Hardy end boys. it, you did have a whole thing where you wanted to pitch a segment. Do you want to do that in this yeah, episode? Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll end because we got a segment. Like, we're going to record the next episode directly after this, but that's I, a week for the people to wait.
0: I was thinking of like, what is something where like we could, because this this podcast isn't very much about us, but yeah. as we've gotten from the thousands of letters uh, that Everyone Barry was showing about me, us, yeah, there like I was thinking, what's a way that we could talk about ourselves in not just a like completely expositional way, but what's mm-hmm. a way to get a glimpse into our lives? And so I thought, taste of the glory. I would ask. Not what is the last thing you purchased on Amazon dot com, but what is one of the most recent things that you looked at on Amazon and did not buy? And did not buy. So you you may maybe in the future you need to have your Amazon history. Um, but I was curious um, if you know what you viewed on Amazon that you decided you didn't need to buy at that time.
1: Decided that I didn't want to buy at that time, but I put it in my cart because. There- there oh is... you've got things in your cart I that makes this easy. Do. Um, yeah, what's, what's what's in your Amazon cart? The last thing I was looking at, and I got to bring it up because I forget what the book is called. Uh, signposts to God: How Modern Physics and Astronomy Point the Way to Belief.
0: Interesting. Which it's a book. I,
1: yeah, I've never read a scientific approach to religion. I've always read vice versa. And uh, I just finished a book, Sapiens, and it was fantastic. And there I've was, heard of that.
0: I've heard good things about it. Yeah,
1: that. and there was this like brief chapter that uh, I was obsessed with that dove into um why were religion was created in the first place. To like structure society. So I have been like obsessed with trying to find like the beginnings of religion and how things like that happened. And I can't find any book close to that. And I found that one and I was like, well, that sounds interesting. Maybe I found a pick book that I never finished called No God But God by
0: Reza Aslan. Yeah. Um, and it, it's a fascinating take on religion. And I regret that I got pulled away from it, mm-hmm. um, but same sort of curiosity
1: is like how did
0: this come yeah, to be right interestingly,
1: so that's uh that's my new thing now I must ask you, Sean sir, what is your uh most recent thing you did not purchase on Amazon? I was
0: trying to see if this could if this could pull up my my history, and i don't I don't see a quick little list browsing history look at that, oh Booyah. God, that's a
1: scary place to look at.
0: Browsing history, um, interesting. I've, I've got a couple things. I bought some of these. I bought almost all. Of <laughs> yeah. Everything I browsed. Okay, here's here's something I looked at that I did not purchase. Uh, a Pico projector. A Pico projector. I don't know why they call it Pico, but that's a Pico is kind of another projector. name for tomatoes. I did not know that. Yeah, Pico Taco de Gaia. Bell makes sense. Yeah. Um, no, a Pico projector is a small little projector. It's not very powerful. But they're very very tiny Pocket size. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was looking at those too. And I was thinking it'd be nice. um, I saw somewhere uh, that somebody was like laying in bed Mm -hmm. with their phone connected to it, shooting up at their ceiling. So that if you wanted oh. to watch something in bed, it doesn't make sense to mount a TV above your bed. You
1: hurt your neck. You strain your neck whenever you're laying down. Yeah, if you're, you're laying kind of down look looking at a device or a TV, yeah. But
0: to just lay on your back and look straight up, a little projector you could just you know hold even or or attach in some way and you watch could strap your it shirt. to your head. You could do anything, yeah, headlamp yeah. style. Um, and when I found uh, one. For $200, I thought that's way too much that that I would want to spend for something this ridiculous. And then I found one for $50, which is well-reviewed, but I just don't trust it. Yeah, I know.
1: It's It's like noticeably cheaper
0: than all the others, and I can't figure out why other than to think it probably doesn't work. But it has more reviews. It has 183 reviews and has
1: four and a half stars out of five. So pretty Uh, good. It sounds like what it's going to be is it's going to be great for maybe two years. And then it'll poop out,
0: and it's so the $50 longevity worth of it,
1: two years of that's that's not a bad price, not next year, Yeah. So I've been telling people I've been breaking things down by uh, subscription costs of like if I see something that I want and it's like 120 bucks, I'm just like, well, it's just ten dollars a month. Yeah, it's just like not Netflix. A bad way to look yeah, at I'm things. just paying it all up financing. It. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's which a t- a, it's, actually, it's a terrible
1: headspace to get into. Oh, obviously. Yeah. Now my consumerism is going to go way up because I'm like, well, it's just like Netflix for five years. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like <laughs> leasing a car. It's fine. Yeah. This is all right. So, uh, so
0: that that was that was my segment. I like idea that of, segment. Like, what's something in your Amazon browsing history that you yeah. did not purchase and why?
1: That's yeah. yeah. Thank you for sharing your book with me. You're welcome. Thank you for sharing your projector with me. You're welcome. Uh there is one other thing that I didn't purchase yet but I think you should know about. Did you know there are marshmallows that have chocolate on the inside? So while you roast them, it heats up that chocolate and they're done and then you already have your basic s'more ready. You just have to put the graham crackers on it. Oh my god. Right? Where is this on Amazon or just unrelated you saw it Dude, somewhere? I don't remember who it was, but who if you're listening out there, thank you for sharing that Instagram story. Someone posted a picture of it and I was just like, Well, I gotta have these. And yeah. I typed them in and they're at Walmart. Nice it's like three bucks.
0: That's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad and saving a lot of time.
1: Yeah. Wow. You're welcome.
0: Well, we'll leave you with that for this week and uh we'll we'll give you more advice and maybe another segment. Yeah, not the Amazon segment, a different segment. You can decide if you like it or not, uh the Amazon segment, uh, and let us know. Yeah. com. fill out that form and uh, with that the episode ended